Christina Ambrosia. And I'm Don Manning. And you're listening to Loving, Leaving, and Leading. We are so excited to share our journey with you and answer the questions you all have been asking. Who's she with now? She did what? Has she lost her damn mind? Our conversations are always off the cuff, outrageous, and slightly inappropriate. So we invite you to come eavesdrop on what we've been up to. Hello, how are you? Good. I just want to start out by saying, because I giggle in my head every time I think of this. So I shared with Dawn a few weeks ago when I was in California, a friend had recommended, my friend Amy recommended a podcast. It was Julia Marie Dreyfus from Seinfeld, which I'm like the only person in the world that doesn't get Seinfeld humor. Um, Her... I don't. I just, I don't get it. I'm like, this doesn't seem super funny to me. Anyways, it was her and Jane Fonda, which I just watched the Jane Fonda documentary, Jane and Five Acts this weekend. But I thought it was great. And I'm blanking on what, here, the name of the podcast is Wiser Than Me. And so I sent it to Dawn because I thought it was great. And Dawn's response was, what was it? they're not as good as us like the ever humble she goes I kind of think we're funnier and every time I think of that I giggle a little bit in my head so I hope to be to be clear I love Julia (laughs) and Jane Fonda and the podcast was fantastic but we are funnier (laughs) the shit comes up when we're talking without us even trying it's just crazy so it was a good podcast but you know, I mean, it was, and I really, although it ended kind of sad, speaking of dating, Jane seems pretty resigned to the fact that she, she's just, she's good. <laughs> I mean, good. Maybe, actually, maybe that's not sad. Sad's probably the no. wrong word, but she's like, I'm good. I have to say in the documentary, the fourth act, when she was with the guy that I really do think she loved and it didn't work out, it broke my heart a little bit. Be- actually, Don. I need to talk to you offline about that. I need you to watch the documentary and then I need okay. to have a, de- a debrief with you. So can you okay. put that on your to-do list? Yeah, I'll put it on my on my notes here. Um, I, I don't think it's sad that she's good. She's done a lot. A lot. I still want everyone to find, I don't, well, I was going to say they're one, but I was also the one that didn't think there was a one and you were the one that thought there was a one. So we have come all <laughs> full circle here. Right. Um, in these conversations, which I love because they build upon themselves. And so I know the last few episodes, we had talked about how we have dealt with heartbreak in the, in the past. So you moved. (laughs) Um, I use creativity a lot to help heal my broken heart. And someone that I introduced Dawn to that my neighbor, Jen had introduced me to and actually, I don't think I was introduced to Abraham as part of a heartbreak. It may, why else would I have been? I don't know. But there <laughs> uh, is so many other life things. lessons. That's why else, not just a breakup. <laughs> yes. I'm like, why? There was a lot of, a lot of stuff I've gone through. Anyways, uh, Esther Hicks channels, this is going to sound cuckoo, but channels mm-hmm. an entity called Abraham. It's actually a, a collection of entities, but Abraham to make things um, simpler. And you can literally, so the secret was based a lot on 
Abraham's or Esther Hicks work. And I forget why her name wasn't attached to that movie. It, it was legally, there was some, some other rights or stuff I don't know about, but I do remember hearing that it was based on her work. And what I love about Abraham is you can literally Google Abraham and anything, addiction, heartbreak, um, getting a new job, manifesting more money. And there's like a gazillion videos of her and they're anywhere from like 10 to 17 minutes on YouTube <clears throat> and super positive. And I think she's really funny and snarky. And so if you're not familiar Maybe that's something you check out this week. Um, but she has helped me through plenty a heartbreak. And she has some yeah. really good tools and books and focus wheels and positive rampages and just a lot of cool stuff that has really been useful to me in a lot of different areas. Did you see my little? She just go up there. <laughs> She's Did trying she? to sneak. She was like. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say, <laughs> so funny. I was going to say, maybe you can attach a link to your favorite. Uh, I'll do the whole Hicks. heartbreak. There's a whole well, playlist. I mean, there, well, there's <laughs> probably too many. There's probably too many <laughs> to attach, but maybe like your favorite one or maybe the focus wheel, because the focus wheel, mm -hmm. I would say has to do a little bit with what we've been talking about, right. With, mm -hmm. um, dealing with heartbreak one of the one of the ways you know the the activities well and I, right? I'll say this before we move on from her because I was mm -hmm. trying I was telling Dawn about a tattoo I want to get because one of the things I often go back to that she says she says you know everything has a frequency and we all have the source energy inside of us and we have what she calls a vortex where we have like stored all of these things for our dream life essentially and it's mm -hmm. about aligning with your source um your inner being the universe whatever you want to call it your god uh, your higher self that once you align all of these things in your vortex can kind of they rise to meet you. And I love that she says you wouldn't want them all at once. Like we think we would want, we want the perfect person right now. We want the perfect. She said, what if everybody you loved that you wanted to see all showed up at the same time or all the food you ever wanted to eat was on the table at the same time, you wouldn't be ready for it. Like you couldn't possibly like intake all of that. You'd get sick. Right. right? And so she talks a lot about, tuning into a higher frequency and she has a whole frequency scale feeling scale where you know sadness is towards the bottom but anger is a little higher than sadness and reaching for kind of the next best feeling emotion but she talks about the radio a lot and she'll say you know you can't tune in to 97.8 the country station and expect to hear Motown this broadcast on 100.1 you just can't and so if like you're wanting to feel better, you can't sit there in your sad frequency and like stay plugged in. Like you have to change the channel. And that is a choice that you have. And then she gives various ways to do that. But I keep thinking maybe I'll get a radio dial or something on my arm because I love this idea of like what am I tuning into? And that that can be books or music or friends you're talking to, right? Mm -hmm. Like what is bringing me to the frequency that I want to be the, yeah. the station that I want to be listening to. I'll get it too. Let's do it together. Mm -hmm. I love it. Just side note, what what do you prefer? The country channel or the Motown? 
I do love me some Motown. But I, I, we listen to Motown. I went to see my mom this weekend and she's a big Motown. So we, we swam at the pool and listen to Motown all day. I do love country. I'm pretty eclectic with my music taste. I tend to like sad songs, not surprisingly. I'll never forget. We were on our way to Disney World. Uh, me, Liv, we rented a car. My sister, my brother-in-law, my nephew. And I had all my sad sad music on and my brother-in-law was like really we're going to the happiest fucking place on earth can we not can you not make everybody cry yeah you know, the whole way to disney <laughs> so i usually get vetoed um playing dj in car rides because i like the very lyrical storytelling <clears throat> songs i'll send you the ballad of love and hate <laughs> is that a real thing oh yeah oh it's, um I want to say, I don't want to say it because I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's, um, I think you'll like it. Yeah, speaking it's, of, a- it's Abbott Brothers. Uh, speaking of Abbott Brothers, one of the first yoga classes I attended with you, you played a song. Oh, maybe mm. that was it. Love and Hate. Does it talk about going to New York or something like that? Mm. Oh, my God. John, I think this that's the song. Hold on. No. No way, because that would have been years ago. That uh, would have been years I, ago. It's... I and Love and You. Do they have a song like that? Yes. That's another one. That's another one I like. So Olivia, I walked into her room the other day and she was listening to that. And I mm-hmm. said, I felt cool for a minute. I'm like, I love it. You got this from my playlist, probably from me playing it. And I got it from you. Yeah. So I did. I, I mean, I've played both of these. But the ballad of love and hate is very different. Oh, it's I don't think different. I realized how hot that this this brother is. I wait, I'm gonna take a screenshot. Oh boy, of him here we go. Where, where? So it's neither Motown nor country. It's Abbott. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm t- I'm gonna send you that. I'll post this too. Okay. Because I yeah. like I like this look here. Oh boy, here we um, go. File save <laughs> as. So I used to be a big fan of, I would sleep over my friend Becca's house in high school. We'd have like weeknight sleepovers, which I thought was so fun. <laughs> and we would always fall asleep to Delilah's crying, loving, or leaving. Oh boy. Who, who knew that we'd be doing our own loving, leaving, crying, loving, and, and leaving. leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. Yeah. So what about you? What's, what's your go-to music? Hmm. Oh, I like a lot of things. I love, um, I love seventies. I love eighties. I love like a sort of like yacht rock kind of. I don't even know what vibes. that means. Yeah, it's like it's like over here on the sailboats. That's what we listen to when we're tooling around. Um, yacht, yacht rock. Yeah, yacht rock. You know, like music you listen to when you're on a boat. Oh, yacht rock. I thought yacht you were saying rock. yacht. I'm like, oh, is this a term, a new term? I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I also, I also love yoga music. I absolutely, absolutely love Michael Franti, Trevor Hall. Um, See, I'm glad that you said that. Alanis Morissette. When you Jack say Johnson. yoga music, I think of <laughs> like chanting, mm-hmm. like music. I mean, I do, I do love um, some of the, um, you know, the, the, the chanting the Ram Dass I, kind of stuff, you know, but, uh, in yeah, moderation, I, I need some yeah. lyrics. I'm Mixed like, in, yeah, yeah. I'm with yeah. you. Which is probably why yeah. I liked your classes. Yeah. I mean, Prince is my all time favorite from when I was a kid. I mean, and Prince I was absolutely like 100% my absolute favorite. Always and I'm has not, a, been. not a Prince fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and of course all the, all the old stuff from when I was 
George up. Michael. Yeah. Madonna, <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Prince, when I mm-hmm. said I wasn't a Prince fan, Natalie Hadish, we'll have to tag her in this, kept telling me to watch this print documentary because she she was saying, I think you would really like him more. Like as an artist, he's just a oh, fascinating yeah. person and philanthropist and mm-hmm. So he, I'll have to... he was a phenomenal artist in so many ways that a lot of people don't even really realize mm-hmm. uh, he was just so innovative in his musical talent and writing. And yeah. And I mean, and look at, did you see recently I posted on my Facebook, the picture of him with the bangle earrings and then like make you, did you see that? No. Yeah. It says something like, you know, it says so something... on there was it a post or a story probably probably I mean it's a memory it's a memory actually that I that I had from years ago that came up and I was like oh yeah this is a good one because it's Prince my favorite and it says um it says um you know something like <clears throat> of course I can't find it yeah, something like something like um you know here, the only man on earth that can wear a perm, high heels, a lace blouse, bangle earrings, and still take your woman. <laughs> you Prince. know who else loves Prince? And he was, and he was a pretty small man, and he could still take any man's woman. I would say. <laughs> uh, Jen Jones Donatelli's a big Prince fan. She just got a painting of him. Ooh, I'll like have it, to in her house. Yeah, so oh, let's put I'll all you to... Prince people together. I yeah, guess. yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, he he's phenomenal. I didn't know there was a um a documentary. I've been totally in, I don't watch much TV, like hardly ever, mm-hmm. but I ha- I do love a good documentary and I made my mom, I rewatched for the second time, it just breaks my heart. I want to be best friends with her now. I'm obsessed with Pamela, a love story, the Pam Anderson documentary. Yeah. You've said that. Yeah. I know. Obsessed. Yeah. I love it. I love her. It's a good story. Yeah. Did you watch it? Or are you just saying? I that? did. No, I oh, did. Okay. Before I moved, I watched it. Yeah, do take. Uh, yeah, she was a, like a hopeless, hopeless romantic who just gave her heart and just mm-hmm. la, 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 just went and went and then wrote about it and went mm-hmm. some more. Yeah, sounds like <laughs> someone else I know. Yes, it does. <laughs> so we've talked a little bit about how we've gotten over heartbreaks, um, which leads me to the next thing. So once you've kind of gotten in a space where you're starting to heal from a heartbreak the next piece of advice people usually give you is to date yourself, right? Um, Which I think Dawn and I have found that we think it's important to continue dating yourself even after you get in a new Hmm. relationship again. I've always thought, I wonder if I would have one of those, like if I should have one of those marry myself ceremonies, like in a really cool, exotic location. Would you come to my wedding? Yeah. And me to myself? Yeah, in like a mermaid costume or something like that. <laughs> yeah, me. I don't know. I don't think I'd be in a mermaid costume, but definitely something on the beach, some sparkly. F- I don't know. I think I want to be barefoot, actually. Yeah. So, can you do like? Um, how do you think? Do you think people would be willing to come to that, or do you think it would be an eye roll? I mean, I I think you're getting some eye rolls. <laughs> However, I love to travel, so if you pick a good place, I'm there. You're like I'm going. Yeah, I'll go. I'll take I know. pictures I'm like, for please, you. can someone, I, and I expect your, uh, your wedding to be destination. I invited myself, right. actually, my cousin got married, is it a year or two years <laughs> ago now, in New Orleans, and I sure shit invited myself to that wedding. I was like, you, I didn't get an invitation. They're going to New Orleans. And my aunt said, I think they don't want people to feel obligated. I'm like, well, I'm, can I come? Because I'd like, 
like I travel. I'll be there. Invite myself. It was so cool. We stayed at this hotel with this beautiful carousel bar, even though I don't drink. So it's like a a carousel. Yeah. Uh And were you just were you on a horse going around picking up drinks? The seats were yeah, carousel. It was beautiful and loved the music there. Although I will say I felt like the stench of piss and weed was in my nose for weeks after oh, returning never, home. Yeah, I've never been there. Sounds magical, Christina. The music yeah. was phenomenal. I went to a great burlesque show there and was trying to get back there for the freaking Taylor Swift Eras tour. But apparently, even if you're willing to fly anywhere in the country and pay decent money, can't I really can't, get a t- can't get a ticket. Can't get a ticket. Yeah. I'm on the wait list. So if anyone yeah. out there listening has any connections and would like to gift me some Eras tickets, I would be forever grateful. There you go. Mm. Yeah. So dating yourself. Artist way. Um, mm. Thank you, really, Jen Jones. Yeah. And I mean, that book's old. So she was ahead of her time, like with this. There's something to this taking yourself on dates. Yeah. And her theory is what? So she calls it the artist aid. And basically the idea is that you you block time just as if you're making a commitment as that you wouldn't break with a friend or a partner or your kids. You block it in your calendar and you take a couple hours and you take yourself on an artist date, something that truly makes you happy and you don't invite anyone to go with you. In fact, nobody's allowed to go with you That's if right. you're following this guidebook, right? Yeah. And I remember doing that. I had one. I blogged about it. I should link that too. Someone should be taking notes. We need a secretary <laughs> of all the things we said. What, we do, were you, what link. do you want me to take notes? I'll do okay. it. So I'll write do down. It. We're gonna link an Abraham. Yes. We're gonna Natalie, link Natalie Haddish. Natalie, yeah, Jen Jones. Who else did we talk about? We talked about someone else on this. Um, we're gonna link a some documentaries. <laughs> We're going to find out the Prince documentary oh, um, and the Pamela and Jane Fonda <laughs> and the podcast. This is a whole list of resources. This is a great show. Yeah. Okay. What else was I saying? The artist Art- way. Artist way. So I did yeah. a, a blog. One of the first. I mean, and, and while we're here, let's just plug Jen Jones program, the artist way, because I would have never done that book self taught, mm-hmm. but doing her program. Oh my God. So maybe we attach her because I mean, in my opinion, everybody and anybody can do that. Whether you're you're a a creative, you know, you don't think you're creative. Like it is so good for your personal growth Mm -hmm. and she walks you through it. So Mm -hmm. you do the whole book week by week. It's phenomenal. It's probably one of the best programs I've ever done. And honestly, I'll, I'll jump on this bandwagon at really anything Jen Jones Donatelli has done. I have never walked away. I've actually walked away saying you should have charged for that. You should have charged for that. You should have charged more for that Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you get so much value out of her stuff and she offers so many free things too, but incredible. So we will definitely tag her. So this is a Jen Jones promo. Yes. (laughs) Episode. We love her though. Uh Yeah. She actually helped us get this podcast off the ground. Um, That's right. Some tech help with our intro music and out music. Right. Because she also does coaching. There you go. Anything. And actually. Anything you need. She'll do it. Dawn and I both use her as a, as a life, as a life coach, essentially. Mm -hmm. So she's she's incredible. 
So one of the first artist dates I did, I was scrolling through Instagram, write this down to Rooms for Let, because it might still be coming up. And I saw that Rooms to Let was in the Collinwood area. And basically, they took these four or five homes that were supposed to be demolished, and they used them as huge artist canvases. So a, a different artist got a room in the house to put up their art or use the room however they wanted as like an installation piece and the artists were on site it was all free you got to walk through these homes you got to talk to the artist and it was almost like a final homage or goodbye that these homes were lived in and had stories and it was just beautiful and I love that it was free it was family friendly it was outside it so I went there Took myself to get an ice cream cone afterwards. And then I went to Headlands Beach <laughs> with a book and my headphones. And it it was the most beautiful day. And I think what it kind of ice cream? What kind $13. of ice cream? $13. Ooh. You I don't probably I don't it was probably my go-to is usually it was probably vegan salted caramel. Oh <laughs> salted caramel, not vegan. <laughs> that is what it was though. Was I it love, salted caramel? Yeah, I love salted caramel. Okay. Um <laughs> No vegan anything, though. Okay. I mean, it's delicious. Just saying. I had a really nasty vegan cupcake once. Okay. Anyways, I'm getting <laughs> totally off subject. So take yourself on some artist dates. Yes. Um, and it could be per- anything. It can be anything. You can do anything. And it can be any length of time. It doesn't have to be all day. It could be one hour doing something, you know. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be art. It Mm-mm. could be going to a movie alone. It could be a hike in the park. It can be, you know. And I think the beauty of that is once you start going alone on dates, how quickly you be, you actually really look forward to that. Yeah. Um, I remember my first movie I saw alone was wild when it came out with Reese Witherspoon. And I was like, I'm going to a movie alone now. I love going to dinner. I will take myself, go have my steak and bring my book. Actually, when I was dating the vegan, that's how they'd all know he was out of town. All my girlfriends would get a text with an Outback steak. And And it cracks me up. And it cracks me up that for you, it's Outback. That's the I know. And I I don't like chains, but I love Outback (laughs) steak. I don't know what to tell you, Dot. I'm a little too bougie for that with the food stuff but i'm happy for you that you that you can get the outback steak yeah. i know i'm and be, kind of, and be satisfied i am and you know i'm as bougie as they come so you are you are so that's saying something maybe outback makes a good steak i don't know that and their alice springs chicken i get a toasted bun and make a sandwich out of it it has and i'm not a huge chicken person but it has like five different cheeses melted on it with a honey oh mustard dipping sauce. It's really oh good. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um. <laughs> so artist so, dates. Artist dates. Mm-hmm. Becoming the person you want to date. I think that is some of the best advice, right? Mm-hmm. Is I think a lot of times I would date men and be enamored with their musical ability or their kiting ab- or they were adventurous or they spoke a different language. I'm still really attracted to all of those things. Oh boy. But I've also become those things. I'm learning right. guitar. I've become an adventure. I'm getting, you know, certified to scuba. I travel to faraway places by myself now. Right. And so that was like a aha moment to me. Like instead of having this halo effect. Well, when you, I think when you have, like when you do, I think when you do those things, when you become the person that you're attracted to when you become the kind of person that is the kind of person that you want to date perhaps it 
draws people in. It's attractive to other people that you're doing what you love. It's, you know, um, you know, happy is beautiful. Happy, you know, appears beautiful, shining, content. So when you're happy doing what you love, you don't even have to be looking for someone or, or, or that, that person, because it just, it's drawn to you because you're, they're attracted to you. Just like, like you're attracted to the someone who has those adventure qualities or those artistic qualities or is doing something that they love. It's inspiring and motivating, you know? Yeah, and by the that... way, and while you're doing it, you're, it doesn't matter. You're having fun. So you're not worried about it's a win -win. Where's, where's the guy you're having fun doing what you want. And I mean, I think that's, I think that's key. I mean, I do, I do a lot of, a lot of artist dates now living on my own in another state. You know, I do lots of time on my own doing the things that I love and it's, extremely um exhilarating you know so you're fulfilled when you're doing those things whether when, you're with someone or not so when I think no matter what they're doing if someone like I need to date someone that has passion projects right to me it shows right. depth and they're dynamic and <clears throat> my yeah my my oldest son and I had a conversation recently he's 30 we had a conversation about this sort of and I won't go into too much detail um, but he was basically expressing the thing that I have said that he hasn't heard me say, but that you're saying as well is that like, I don't care what the person I'm with does, but I want them to do something that they love something. And I think he even, he said a something silly, like <laughs> something like I'm kind of making it up, but something like, I don't care if you crochet finger puppets and that's your passion, <laughs> but you are like so passionate about it. like, I want the person that I'm with to have something that they're crazy about that inspires them that they do. And mm -hmm. it could be anything like, so for him, he loves to, um, he loves to, um, win, windsurf and, 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 um, snowboard and climb and yoga and all those things his person doesn't have to do those things, mm -hmm. but, do, but have something. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's what, how you here's are. Here's a great question. Hmm. What has been name a person you dated that you think had like kind of the most oddball thing that they were passionate about? Oh, it was definitely George. <laughs> it was definitely George. <laughs> you, you seem very short. Like you didn't even have to think about this. And what it's was George? He, I mean, George was, is, I know what was yeah. George into? So George, I can't say her. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> He'll know if he's listening that it's George, okay. but George, um, can you give us like a category that it was? In? Yes, it was musical. He played a strange instrument. Okay. And uh, had, <laughs> and it had a passion for a type of music that I don't really care about, but of course I, I, you know, <laughs> I, um, I got involved. I went oh, to the things okay. and saw the performances and, you know, because I <laughs> loved him and that's was his thing. But, um, but I also said, I also said at the time and I, and I believed it, like, I don't care what you do. You don't have to rock climb. Like I rock climb. Or you don't have to <clears throat> love yoga as much as I do, but please have something so that right. you're not just sitting there waiting for me. And something he had. 
He did, and he was passionate <laughs> about it. Okay. I mean, you've never seen someone so passionate about that. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, how about you? Is, what, the, how about I feel you? like we had some uh, some I mean, podcasts that were good, but this was feeling like totally we, us again. Let me go back a minute. And did you say oddball thing? Is that how you put it? Because it's not really an oddball thing. No, I mean, yeah. Well, that, I don't I mean, know. Maybe just something be, that you're not into, I guess, would have yeah, maybe been yeah. a... It wasn't, I wasn't into it at all, but because I cared about him, yeah, we, I So went. I didn't date this person. <laughs> we had an online thing where, because I make up all these huge romance stories in my head, even never having like met the person in right. real life. Right. So this like person a... lived in Michigan. Again, what is that with me and Michigan people? I should stay away from Michigan. I mean, it's not a good state for you. And <laughs> however it is very beautiful there and he loved me. ghostbusters but it seemed a little odd like as a grown man like he was like did he carry up did he no, carry a he pack like on made, his back he had like a working backpack that he worked on in his garage <laughs> i know your face i wish you guys could see your face right now it was oh i mean he was very serious about it and i was like cool is this weird oh. like i don't know if this is weird but like he was so proud of it and part of me was like you know confidence is super sexy so was he your age yeah <laughs> yeah like in my decade i mean he was younger but he wasn't he was not I rest like my case i rest my case okay so then i was all excited because i had just watched <laughs> the new ghostbusters with Megan, what is that one actress's name? It's so cute. But he he was like all about the original and he would be working in his garage on like the the backpack and it was What did the backpack do? Was he out there fighting the ghosts? Was he was he going on ghost <laughs> it had, hunts? Like, lights uh, that he like engineered himself into I don't know. I it just it was odd. Okay, but you didn't date him. No, no. We're already running out of time. Because this that was, the, no, we have 10 minutes. That was the fastest episode. Maybe well, we have, we maybe have more minutes. people start listening to this podcast. <laughs> we can afford the premium sale. <laughs> we need to get our numbers up. What are we at? A hundred? A hundred and. Let me check. hundred and ten. It was a hundred and two last time I looked. So maybe one day Dawn and I will <clears throat> up level to the point that we can afford to <laughs> oh boy you're making oh, me boy. laugh tonight okay hold on i don't know i have too many apps on this phone like my I need to get back to some of these apps um well i i don't know where it is right now now my now my dog's barking that's what happens <laughs> how is the zoo yeah zoo your girlfriend's on the on the computer. <laughs> Remember how much she loves you? I do. How could I forget? <laughs> how could I forget? Brought you your spirit animal. Um, she, she, he did. Mm. He, is it, she, I should know if it's a he or she. I don't she. even know. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> it's just disgraceful. Disgraceful. Um, so the artist date. So the artist date, we're recommending that. Become the person mm -hmm. you want to date. So I will say, Abraham. I think, I think we're going to have to save the psychology today research I did for the next episode, but I'll, I'll we'll end on these two things. We can so, do a part two. <laughs> once you've done some healing, moved across the country, 
um, poured yourself into creativity, listen to Abraham, date it yourself, and you're like ready. You're like, okay, I think I'm ready to get back out there. Mm-hmm. Here's, my, here's my two things I just learned about this week. I just okay. ordered Uh-oh. the pear ring. So apparently this is a social experiment. Mm. And they send you these little green silicone ring and you essentially wear them. And it's it's saying to people, it was talking about how we're kind of over online dating and people were drained from it and sick of just not meeting organically. And so this ring, just like married people wear their wedding rings, is basically a sign saying, hey, I'm open and I'm open to mingle and meeting someone in real life. And so if you want to come up to me, it shows that I'm single and looking or not looking, right? It takes the pressure out of looking because you just wear the ring and can go about doing those things you love that you discovered on your artist dates. Hmm. And what here's do you the- think? I'm going to try it. So I ordered it. Mine should be here. It's coming from the UK. It's what are, the, what are the possible problems with this pairing? Are there any? Um, are we, like, I don't know. I was like, do I really want people to know that I'm walking around single? But then I'm like, well, anyone who knows me kind of knows that already. Right. So it would be a signal to someone else who knows about the project or has one. Correct. That you are available and maybe they should approach you. So <clears throat> what because if- they were saying that the stat, I think, which I found really interesting, was something like only three times in like a decade do people actually, even if they're interested, approach someone they find attractive and ask them out. Because the guys are scared? Just, yeah, like it's uncomfortable. And that, because when you're online, it's like that rejection's taken out of it because you can just go someone or you can keep swiping or like uh, one no, you just go on to the next, you know. Okay. There'll be a yes in there eventually. And so they were talking about just how that's affected dating culture. And so, and I have been there. I'm a raging extrovert, but I there have been plenty of times I've seen an attractive person and I turn into like an awkward 16 year old and I don't know, I, I would not go up to someone. Actually, this just happened at a conference in California. There was someone who was attractive. I made eye contact at dinner and I... I did not go up and say like, like start a conversation because, because you thought, I don't know. I was scared maybe of rejection or I didn't know how to start. And, you know, I was with a group huh. of people. I think when, when I used to drink, that was easier, right? Cause you're drinking and inhibitions are lower and you kind of have mm-hmm. that liquid courage. Um, I saw a beautiful man once at the DMV and I like, what are you going to say? Like, Hey, do you, I don't know. Do you want to go? I'm, Nice meeting you in the DMV. Let's grab coffee. I did that once. So probably once in a decade. And the study said people have done it like three times. And guess what? It was at Harmony, actually. This is so embarrassing. And I was in a down dog and I had made eye contact with someone else in their down wait, dog. Wait, 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 wait. You, you don't know this wait, person. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. You're in down dog and you made eye contact with someone between your legs in down dog actually think he was behind you so he must have been behind me and i must have been in the row he was on the right side of the room and there was an eye contact and down you look you look down in your down dog and lo and And behold right there there. contact right (laughs) so i waited i'm like talking myself up i'm like actually i would never want to be a guy where the expectation i don't know if i'd ever ask anybody out ever i do think that's hard maybe they just get used to like 
rejection or like so, being okay with it. So anyways, because we're running out of time. Did you do it in a three-legged dog or did you wait till you were- <laughs> I waited. So classes, you... I waited till I was in frog. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so I waited till class was over and everyone's gathering their things. And I went up and I just said, hey, like, would you want to grab coffee? And he was like, I'm actually, he was waiting. He was the last one to leave because he was dating the teacher. Oh. Yeah. So that awkward. was awkward. Yeah. I'm like, oh, hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, wasn't trying to like uh, move Hey, in. excuse me. I noticed you eyeing me in my down jog. <laughs> was wondering if you wanted to go get a coffee. Mm. The That's... teacher is my girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. So that. I have not asked anybody out. So that was once. Yeah. So that was. Yeah. So anyways, this ring, we have Mm -hmm. three minutes left. So I just (laughs) want to get through this really quick. So the other thing about it, it's $25 for this ring that probably costs five cents to make. Mm -hmm. But along with it, once they get enough people in this network, you get an invitation to something called Pear Fest. And it's a festival for all singles. And then the idea is that they also, once they get enough people in different cities that they plan pair in your city events kind of like a meetup right which I've never maybe I should have done more meetups where you just yeah they're fun there's a group of people and they're all going bold here's the thing though I find in those situations it always seems the women are doing those and men are not being bothered to go join a meetup group and go to the meetup and I don't know. Same with the speed dating stuff. I feel like it's like 90% women and there's like three guys at the event. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I would say that's the case on the speed dating. The um, meetup, I would say, is probably dependent on the type of activity. Hiking meetups are great for being Mm -hmm. highly co-ed, equally Mm -hmm. co-ed. Sometimes kayaking, um, climbing climbing meetups yeah, yeah i don't have that for arm strength for climbing if you want to climb yeah um climbing is more legs though believe it or not i don't know so. i did rock climbing once and it was hard as shit i'm like how is this so hard yeah it shouldn't it be that hard jam. it was pretty hard yeah um so well, you'll you'll go to the pairing uh social which is in what city what country well here's where i may have gotten duped because i think it depends on how many people they get, right? Signing up for the, if they have only three people from Cleveland, they're probably not going to do a, a pair event in Cleveland. I mean, you should do a blast on your social media so that all the single people who see it get the pairing. Mm-hmm. Also, that will that will show you in the community when you're out getting your coffee. Do you wear it I on the- I kind of like the idea of like- Do you like, wear it on the wedding ring finger? I don't think there's a specification of what- doesn't Finger matter. You have to, okay. I mean, it's so obnoxious. It's like lime green. You're not going to miss it. Although okay. I miss a lot of things. So I'll let you know. <laughs> so write that on our list. I'll link okay. that. All right. And we're, we, it's time to say goodbye. This one went so fast. I, I know. Well, we'll have to do the other things on a part two. Yeah. Well, we're only supposed to have one episode left. So we'll see if the people like it, we'll continue. And if not, maybe it's on to the next adventure. I know. So, well, yeah. This has been fun, though. So So fun. All right, beauty. I will talk to you soon. All right. Take care.